All right, welcome back. No, I'm playing. He's like, Dad. He's like, Dad, I got to sit down, my nigga. <laughs> oh, did you put the mirror card there? Nice. Oh, okay, okay. I was that's like, the, That's the black one. That oh, was okay, okay, okay. okay. <clears throat> you good? Gia, 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 Gia. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Yeah, yeah. After a little hiatus, <laughs> another episode of Verbal Gunplay, <laughs> episode 11, it's your boy Danny De Niro, aka D-Money in the building, holla. In the golden line, if I'm lying, I'm flying, baby, what up? <laughs> Man, why you good? <laughs> <laughs> well, bro, it's been a couple weeks. Uh, I'm sure they want to know everything we've done for the last... 400 hours so (laughs) let's uh let's get to it um how's your last two weeks been well it's been (laughs) it's been pretty eventful uh i had a lot i had some good luck you know remember i told you my year was starting out pretty rough but yeah it's starting to turn around looking looking all right okay okay uh, definitely happy about that so that 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 thing came through yeah yeah okay okay um hit that tag one time you got tag right there I mean that just means that shit is fresh and new, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, pop that collar one time. You know, we don't we don't look at the tags, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that shit on there good, nigga. Um leave it on there so I look weak. Good. Alright, what what else? What else you got going on, man? I tell you, man, my life's boring, bro. I tell y'all all the time. Like I just be I just be living. But you know what what I have done, I guess if there's been any leaps, is I've grown a new appreciation for you because I've been editing a lot of my YouTube videos for my own channel. Yeah. That shit, bro, after watching your own shit like two, three times over as you did looking at stuff, you were like, oh, man. Right. Like, yeah, that should be like two hours. Once I've been doing it, was like eight minutes. <laughs> I'm, I'm that nigga now, huh? Now you're like, oh, like, oh all right, Danny, I see, I see what you got going on. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So uh, just learning that kind of stuff, learning okay. about audio and video and like really trying to step our game up and how it could help it help us out here. Okay. Um, definitely feel good about our audio situation because no matter how much of study and I look into that, like our shit is pro. So yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. You know, y'all hear it, you know, the you audio know is very saying? pro, you know, and with that, with that smooth sounds coming from, from Didi. The, the quiet storm going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> That's really it, man. I've been spending a lot of time doing that and, you know, hanging out with the I mean, how, how, is the, how is the podcast going? Uh, I mean, I say it's like a podcast and I just be popping off about some shit for about... Or, uh, or how's, how's the vlog going? Isn't that what it, the, the phrase yeah, back in the day? It might be close because I'm just sitting at a desk with a mic in my yeah. face or whatever. It's more like a talking head video, as they call it. And um, things are looking up, getting a little bit better. You know, it's funny because what's, what I'm doing now is like talking about being a YouTuber. That's okay. like what my YouTube channel is about. I haven't seen uh, all your episodes. I did. I think I seen the last episode though, where you were talking about being a YouTuber. Yeah, I, I felt like you uh, threw a little shade or a shot in there at me. How so? You said something, something about yeah, some solo podcast or something. I was like, what? I was like, was that a shot? I was like, where my Teflon? Now nah, you called it a podcast. It kind of was, but it wasn't really a shot at you because you called it a podcast. I'm yeah. like, how you, you guys asked me, how's your solo podcast? And I'm yeah, like, oh, oh yeah, so yeah, now yeah. I ask yeah. a solo podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's definitely I, I was, a shot. Like, to yeah, you. okay, okay. But I, not I, like hey, a, the, the bullet. The bullet hit though. The bullet hit. You know, not like that kind of shot, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's like yeah. a shout out to you. Gotcha. It was like the Neo bullet. Like, you know, I wasn't fast enough. It caught a little graze. A little graze when I was uh, trying to dodge it. Like, oh shit, that wasn't meant for you. 
I was like, I was like, damn. I was like, do I gotta go back and watch these other episodes? This nigga been getting shit off. <laughs> but nah, that's all I really like the last one you saw. It's just about like how weird it is being the YouTube. Yeah. The one I'm doing right now, like I've got like a vlog shit, like where I'm outside and it's like all artsy with me standing, staring off into the distance outside. And shit. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was cool. I, you know, I'll give you your props. I'll give you your flowers. I thought it was cool uh, how you were doing, like, little examples of something going on. And then, like, you had the camera angle, like, you driving up as your one person. And then you had the other camera, or you had the other angle as if you're somebody pulling up. And it's just, like, you're doing that, like, that awkward. It was given, it was given like, Issa Rae vibes before she got the Insecure deal. Bro, Issa Rae, before she was on, I know we go off on a tangent. Yeah. But that's how I found out about her was uh, not insecure, but awkward black girl. Yeah, that's called. what I'm saying. It was given that. YouTube, oh, mm-hmm. man, that shit was hilarious. Yeah, I, I've only seen like one episode, but I I'm, watched I'm, all that. Yeah, I'm sure it was good. But um, thanks, man. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying. No, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Um, well, before I get into how my last two weeks was, I feel like that opened up a good segue to one of the things I wanted to talk about was okay. um, mixing uh, friendship and business. Um because you know you have your um you have your separate entity of a podcast we have our group podcast i have a probably one or two solo ones in the works that i'm gonna do as well and um a podcast that i listened to called see the thing is podcast uh shout out mandy b i actually met her a couple years ago at a mixer um her and bridget kelly they seem to have parted ways and you know i can't say that I never seen it coming because I listen to them religiously. Okay. I actually like that podcast better than the other one that Mandy B has, which is horrible decisions. And that's only because I feel like on there, that one is like woman centric, man. It's not, that's not for you. That's why. Well, see, the thing is, is woman centric, but I like, I like the more mature Uh, conversation from women. That's why I listen to see the thing is horrible decisions was given very, Oh, that nigga got a bag. Let me get it. Energy and like oh, I don't, man. I don't like that kind of. I like, I like the, I like the as non-biased as possible views from a woman. Okay, as non-biased as possible. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there was like a lot of instances on that podcast where they would, they would openly talk about how they went to therapy together wow. so that they can work through their issues and. Mm-hmm. I always, every time they would bring that up and that they regularly go to therapy, I it tells me, it's like, wait, are y'all like even like really cool? Because it's like, I mean, I guess that's fine going to counseling for assistance and help, but it almost comes off that it's forced. Mm-hmm. It's like, because are you guys forcing this connection? Because I feel like if you got to go to therapy, just to keep a like you got to have a mediator to handle your friendship and your business I see because it feels weird to get a yeah. therapist for a friend like a yeah. relationship like with your wife or something like that but a friend a friends if y'all like not friends and just don't be friends right but I mean the way they talk about it they're like best of friends like they're always hanging out they uh, I believe they live very close to where one can look out the window and see the other one like that close um so I, I won't say I was surprised when I heard about them parting ways. And, you know, I like that it wasn't messy. It was very formal. You know, they gave a 
like a press release. Mm-hmm. You know, they were on IG Live and just read it out. But it's almost like I bring up the topic: Can friendship and business coexist? Because I almost feel like, depending on how that business ended, mm-hmm. I feel like it might fracture the friendship. Maybe it was the opposite. Maybe the business was fracturing the friendship. That's what the well, yeah, that what you're saying? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying because it's like, mm-hmm. and it's like, and now when you, when you commit to something like that, and you guys start a business together, and I won't say it failed. They they had a good few years going, um. But with podcasting, it's like there really is no expiration on it. There's no deadline. There's no there's no set goal like, oh, we're going to do this for five years. It's really one of those things you're just going to do until you can't do it no more mm-hmm. or it fails. You see, the thing that makes me think that they were easy to walk away from this is because there wasn't that much at stake. Right. You'd be surprised how a lot of these people have been doing podcasts for a while and there's not like a, we know there's not a ton of money in it, but there's something. Yeah. When there's a lot of money at stake, negotiations are made, even if it's just because of contract purposes, the business that you're involved with will make you guys work it out to finish out the contract or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think the reason they were able to walk away so easily because they weren't walking away from much. And because of that, they valued their friendship if they're still friends over this podcast. I will say that the next couple of weeks is going to be the real telltale because, like I said, they were buddy-buddy. So if I don't see them interacting, like, tweeting one another, hanging out. They might need a break after this, though, emotionally, you know what I'm saying? uh, You don't think so? I don't know. I'm not in that position. I mean, we can use us as an example. I mean, if, I don't know, one day you just hit me up and was just like, and you know what? This, this verbal gunplay ain't ain't really working. You know, I don't know how I would react to it. Honestly, I, just I think it like, depends on the situation. Like as let's say it's now, yeah. And now this is this is it. Like mm-hmm. then it's different than if you have your other shit going on. Then you're mm-hmm. like there's no purpose. Like if it was just this, yeah. you can keep verbal gunplay. Add another guest or two. Keep it moving. You know what I'm saying we've seen how mm-hmm. many other podcasts do this. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, if if it's like you got other stuff going, like what we're talking about with Andrew Schultz and Charlamagne the God, they yeah, got other yeah, stuff going yeah. on. They probably would just let that go and just keep doing all the other stuff. Mm. So it comes something like that. Yeah, but I don't <clears throat> see either one of us doing something where we're so busy that we can't do this because nah, it's not a whole lot of it's not a whole lot of anything really. Like we we meet up, it's what about three hours tops, mm-hmm. and then editing we. We're, producing and we're at the point now you know maybe another few more hours so six hours out the week i mean there's like hundreds of hours in the week so it's it's really not no real excuse so i mean i don't know like i don't know how i will react i would just kind of be like oh okay um i'm not gonna lie i'll probably be kind of like oh damn that's that's crazy like like, (laughs) yeah i'm like we just you ain't even made it to a dozen episodes and the nigga was like, I'm good. <laughs> you know? And then I ain't gonna lie. Like I would probably, I probably like, I'll probably be like petty. Like if I seen like, petty. like where like, let's say you're doing your solo pod, mm-hmm. I'm not going to view anything. Like I'm a, if it comes up in my algorithm, I'm going not recommended. <laughs> I would actually say that that shit takes more time than this for me. 
Because yeah. I'm so, I have to do the whole thing. Think about it. Yeah. Carve out time because I, I don't yeah. have a, like a space like this that's just for that. So right. I have to get people to, if someone's already out the house or get people to leave the room or whatever, yeah. to record it. That's another reason why they're shorter because I can't eat up two hours of time, mm-hmm. you know, recording or whatever. Like I got to make it quick, get to my point. And, yeah. you know, the editing is what takes the longest because at least half of it is just interruptions. Yeah, I can't yeah. get like a solid hour, two hours to just lock in. Like I just can't. So. Uh, you have. Daddy, 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 hubby, 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 hubby. Exactly. So, yeah, that's the part that takes the longest, more than the recording part. So, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't see because if I got time to do, like I said, if I got time to do, if I don't have time to do this, then I don't have time to do that. If that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I guess like with us, I mean, I guess it's pretty easy with what we got going on because I mean, we're still we're like small guppies in the big pond or the big sea of podcasts yeah, i mean sure. it's really just us two for the most part you know we had lola in a lot of episodes but as far as like the day-to-day of running everything it's really just us two and it's not it doesn't take a whole lot you know yeah it doesn't take a whole lot financially it doesn't take a whole lot time-wise it's honestly it works because it's something that we want to do and i think that's the I think I just answered my question right there. <laughs> you know, I feel like something like this, you can't do it if you don't want to do it because then the content is going to dry up because once this feels like a job, like a job job, uh, it's going to be trash. Like who wants to do that? Yeah. But are we making like money at that shit? See, that's the balance. If it feels like a job that you're not getting paid for that job mm-hmm. and you're just eating up time, then that's, but people do. Man, I've seen so many podcasts where, uh, I you know I'm, I'm I'll be pocket watching I'll be looking at the numbers mm-hmm. and just see what everybody doing and I'm like oh look at this podcast they're smaller similar to us let me check them out they'd be two three years old with the same or less views than us I'm like bro I don't know yeah I don't know if I could do two three years getting twenty thirty views you know what I'm saying on yeah. YouTube and I yeah. mean you know I can't see what their streaming shit is I don't I don't see us in let's say two what, two three years what is that that's like 150 episodes yeah. bro i don't see us getting to a hundred episodes and not regularly having hundreds of views yeah that's gonna be a milestone hundreds i'm, I'm talking about more than that that's gonna be no no, no i'm just saying regularly hundreds yeah, of views like yeah, i'm talking yeah. like 500 like i'm talking by the time a uh, hundred episodes go by we're gonna have over 500 views an episode gotcha like okay. regularly like that's like those are like goals that I have set. Like yeah, how we, we gonna at eleven and we almost at a hundred now. Right. So and that's was just barely ten episodes. Yeah. You know? We got a couple episodes over a hundred views. So it's like um Yeah, so yeah, you have to look at it like another nine times what we've already done. Like I mean, just look at like the growth, like you guys that are watching, you can go look at this episode and go look at the first couple episodes. <laughs> it's just a, that much of a difference. But and it's just going to get better. That's the thing. Exactly. And, you know, the editing will get better. Um, we'll get uh, engagements from certain guests that we'll have on here. You know, we got more guests uh, planned in the future coming through. Um, yeah, we'll just, you know, we'll be trying different things. You know, this is a this is a, a new avenue for us. Um because the podcasting, I mean, I have a little bit of a background in it, but the podcasting scene has changed a lot since when I first did. I wish I would have stuck with it because, you know, 
back in I think it was 2018 I started. I'd have been six years into it, you know. And yeah, then that pandemic boost would have kicked in. That pandemic it. boost, like I. Anyway, I don't live <laughs> in the past, but yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I think um, I'm a. I'm a yeah, what you said that made sense. Uh, well, I think no, I think I said it. Uh, yeah, they don't, they don't like it. Uh, see, for me, I have not put myself out in a public way at all all these yeah. years. Although I've always kind of imagined doing so. Yeah, but I never really did. I wanted to keep my life as even keeled as peaceful as possible. Yeah. But now my kids are older, and my my wife and I's relationship is more mature. All that stuff. Yeah. So I can kind of do this sort of thing, and it's not really like any kind of issue or nothing like that. Yeah. And uh, I've I found it you know great to be have a little bit more of my creativity coming out. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, then talking and about then, this is fun. people you know people that know you but don't know you know you they get to see the other side of you you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Cause that last episode that you did, that said a lot about like your, your, your humor and your quirkiness that not a lot of people don't get to see. Cause you know, you're usually either being in serious dad mode or serious, uh, manager mode. Yeah. So people- I remember when we did the podcast with Rashad. Yeah, and I, he only knew me as a supervisor yeah. for a while. Knew we were friends afterwards. Exactly. He was like, "Who's this guy?" Yeah, because he's never seen me yeah. like act like that before. But you, but you got to put respect on on his name. Oh, I'm sorry, Rashad the Pod guy. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Shout out, Rashad. <laughs> What's up, bro? Um, and just yeah, seeing that better part of me, and like even just using some of the humor we had, because I did a little yeah. pause gag in that last one. Yeah, and uh, that's some shit that I really only right. did with you. Right. So. Exactly. Exactly. So it's almost like our our chemistry and our behavior is just. For public consumption, this podcast <laughs> really because this, yeah. this is how we really just be just joking and just having a good old time when we hanging out. Yeah, bro. Sometimes we got to stop before the podcast and be like, okay, okay, we we doing podcast shit. Let's stop and yeah. record this shit because we just be having these kind of conversations. It just yeah. flows. Yeah, and and that's why this is working and and will continue to work because that chemistry is there and we enjoy doing this. Um, but to circle back to what you said about how if we're making money from this, you're okay with it. I can, I can disagree with that for you because you strike me as the type, once you get in a certain type of money, you're not going to just sit there. You're going to want to do more things. You're going to want to always be ever evolving. Mm -hmm. So if you eventually get your hands in the jar with something that takes up your time, but it's giving you all this crazy money. You're not gonna want to take time out of your day uh, to come pull up for this. I disagree. I mean, what, and if what, that's the case, what, I'm gonna bring. If, if that's the case, I'm gonna try to bring it with me if there's something like that. Like that. Like, okay, podcast ain't going, but let's say somehow, let's say some crazy shit like yeah. a TV show or something. Okay. Well, then you got to come on the TV show. With me. You got to. Okay. okay. That'd be in the contract. Okay. You know what I'm saying okay. because all of this to me is all building blocks and adds to whatever the finished product is. Meaning, yeah. this is at the base. And I would not have been able to build whatever it was I built if we didn't do this yeah. with you. Yeah. So if I somehow blew up, I'd be like, this this nigga's got to come with me. Yeah. Make a job up if you got to, but this nigga got to well, come well, with me. Well, let's say hypothetically, because you, know, you, you talk about like a lot of chicken restaurants on this podcast. <laughs> let's say you decided to start a chicken restaurant that took off, right? I might. And, it's a, and it's a franchise now, and uh-huh. it, it involves a lot of flying for you. Yeah. You know. Let's say you got some business like million dollar deals, and I'm over here like, hey bro, you gonna you gonna make it to the podcast over here in Dallas tomorrow? And it was like, hey bro, I got this meeting, da 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 going on. At some point, you gotta choose because 
you know, we don't want saying. the we don't want the quality of the podcast to to differ. Like, oh wait, call me on Zoom. Like, come on, like yeah, but it wouldn't be Zoom. Just I looked into this. There's yeah. lots of soft because I thought we might have to interview somebody online or some shit once. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of good stuff that makes it look really good. Let's get some jail interviews. No. <laughs> but I could be like, okay, get another person that's physically there with you to fill in for me or some shit, and then you get you know get me on on video. I'll be in my hotel room and jump on right quick if it's something like that, bro. But. I mean, you put it on me. It could be you, motherfucker. <laughs> it could. It could be. It could be. It could be. But, you know, I'm going to make you look like the bag. I'm playing victim here. <laughs> <laughs> now, but, much like Andrew Schultz and Charlamagne the guy, we both know the two of them got huge things going on. And they can. There's been times pause. where. Nah, here we go. Whoa. <laughs> there's been times where one or the other was not on the podcast. Oh, absolutely. Right? absolutely. And because of scheduling issues. But no yep. one's left the podcast. You know what I'm saying? That's okay. the difference. Okay. So even if even if I did have to miss one and you had to miss one, it's up to one of us to keep keep the shit rolling and going gotcha. while the other person gotcha. is off somewhere. So but what we'll he's saying, what he's saying, ladies and gentlemen, he's going to be using a lot of sick days. You see how he's smooth. He's smooth. It's like holding a lion. You better check his mane. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, circle back my last two weeks. Um. We actually missed an episode because of me while I'm over here shitting on him for calling in a sick day. I know. We I missed know. the episode because of me. Um, I was actually out of town, ladies and gentlemen. I had a lot going on. Um, what turned into was going to be a fun Super Bowl weekend in Vegas parlayed into me going to Florida for the um, death of a relative and spent some time with some uh, cousins and whatnot. So it was good, positive energy, but unfortunately, we weren't able to deliver you guys an episode. Uh, we will take measures to make sure that doesn't happen again. You know, maybe have some uh, extra episodes in the tuck, just, you know, so we, we can feed y'all, you know, because I they all over there looking all rabid, you know, saliva is like, oh, we need that episode. <laughs> need that, need that pod, need that pod. But uh, yeah, no, I had a good time. Um, I went, uh, went to the, the Vegas for the Super Bowl. Um, then I went... Uh, Flew over to, I did a day trip to Salt Lake City to go watch the Warriors play. That was fun. Went back to Vegas and then from Vegas went to Orlando. I uh, was out in Orlando for about three, four days. The first two, three days I was there, it was super sunny. And then towards that last day, next few days it was going to be rain. I said, time to get the out of here because last thing I want is to get stranded here and then miss another episode of Purple Gunplay. Don't want this to be a th- th- three weeks uh, late. <laughs> But um, yeah, no, I've, I've had a good time. I've had a good time. Um, um, but yeah, I guess uh, while I was in Orlando, I guess uh, we can use this as a segue to talk about the All Star Weekend. Ah, where do I begin? Where do I begin? Let me start with. I guess I'll start with. We'll go Friday to Sunday. Friday was the uh, celebrity basketball game. Yeah. That was cool. I mean, that was what was to be expected. You know, celebrities out there just having fun, having a good old time, playing basketball, doing crazy shots, looking sloppy because they're not professional ballers. That was cool. I'm used to seeing that every year. The, 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 the main entertainment is what goes on on the sidelines when they're talking, making jokes and all that kind of stuff. Watching them play basketball is trash. It's like watching little kids play on the pickup court. It's like it's nothing to really wow at. However, for me, the highlight of the All-Star Weekend is normally on Saturday because Saturday is where you got the skills challenge. You got the three-point contest. Mm -hmm. You got the dunk contest. 
So I'll start with the first. The first was the skills contest. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's called the skills contest, right? <laughs> I already know where you go. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I mean, I remember the skills contest back in the day. They had a lot of hard challenges for you to do. Yeah, those passes and shit. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's almost like, you know, when the football thing, they throw it through the hole. It'd be like a little tiny hole. Pause. But on the skill challenge this year, it seemed like shit that me and you could have did and got a high score. And I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, where's the skill involved with this? This is corny. Like, yeah. it was it was, it didn't even look like it was even organized correctly. Like, players weren't following the proper guidelines. They were just, you know, you're supposed to take one ball. Then they started cheating, taking two balls. I'm just like, what is going like, on oh, here? They're just having fun. Let it yeah, go. Yeah, but it's like, yo, it's a skills challenge. Yeah. Like, keep it what it is. It's a skills challenge. So, I'm just going to give that a thumbs down. The skills challenge this year was trash. And I'll go to the next thing, which sadly was the highlight of the weekend. The three-point contest. (laughs) The three-point contest, I'm not going to do a big old deep dive on it, but the three-point contest was the highlight. So you know I'm about to shit on everything from here going the rest of the way. Uh, Dame Dame won the three-point contest. Yeah. Which is crazy to me because where the fuck has this Dame been the entire time he's been on the Bucks? But that's a whole nother conversation. He's he getting out of that contract. He saw him posing with Glorilla. So we know what he's doing. He's about to cut another album. That's the fuck he's going to do. Hey, no, no, no cap though. He, he got his skills. He can flow though. I'll give him that. Oh, I've heard some of the music. Oh, yeah, I forgot he's going through a divorce. So I was thinking about yeah, like, he's yeah, with Glorilla. He's doing, yeah, doing the most. She was on Instagram talking about who nigga is this? I want him. First of all, Glorilla is trash. I would never touch that. Really? No. I she, like her music. She I think com- that's she, what you mean. She completely turned me off when she was on a radio interview talking about how uh, a couple of times uh, she got caught lacking with her panties out and there was shit stains on it. That was enough for me to be turned off. I was like, you're sharing this info with the world? like That's some bold honesty. Yeah, that's a little too honest. Like, keep that <laughs> shit. Literally, keep that shit to yourself. Because <laughs> I immediately, like, she ain't even the best looker. But when I heard that, because I'm big on hygiene, like, as soon as you tell me you got shit stains in your drawers, first of all, we've all had shit stains in our drawers. Uh-huh. But I'm not over here like, ooh, <laughs> check out these shit stains in my hands. Wait, because I, I didn't see this video. So you yeah. say what she got caught lacking. She mean someone else saw them? Saw the shit stains? No, she got caught lacking. Like she had shit stain in the drawers, and she openly was talking about it. Oh, anyway, you just openly talked about it. Said we all had shit stains, which would include. No, you. I said we've all had shit stains. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> I'm just making her feel involved. <clears throat> gotcha. You know, if 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 I had some shit stains, I wouldn't even know. I don't even look at my drawers. Like I take them shits off. I'm done with them. Keep it moving. Did you look? What's that? Was that a lie or something? What's, what's that look? Yeah, it seems like a little. I bit. don't look at my drawers. Get a cap of laugh in there. I don't look at my drawers, and um, you can check my bathroom. I That's I, a, I keep yeah. white. I keep wipes. I keep wipes when I travel as well. But anyway, uh, what was we talking about? Oh yeah, the All Star. <laughs> so and then this I'm trying to figure out how I can say this without sounding like a hater. I mean, you've it's, been hating it, the whole time. It's gonna man. come out sounding like a hater. But I feel like if they're trying to raise awareness to the WNBA oh. with this whole WNBA versus NBA, the best shooter in WNBA versus the best shooter in the NBA. I mean, it has to be a shooter, right? Can't be the else. That's fine. Yeah, well, yeah, because they don't dunk. Like, three of them dunk. 
Um, I feel like the WNBA has their own All-Star Weekend. Why not throw Steph, Steph Curry over there to do it? It's cross-promotion. Right. But if Steph Curry, Steph Curry, like Steph Curry, come on. This is that would be the epitome of what they call punching down, my friend. You can't like have the best nigga come over there and just start shooting lights out, shit on the girls. I guess, but I mean, come on. Did anybody think that Sabrina was going to beat Steph Curry in the three point contest? Let's be real. No, exactly. But if a girl comes into the men's three point contest and has a great showing, it's like, see, look how good she does against the men. She must be a superstar with the girls. It's cross promotion. It, it I mean, works if, you, if you look at her score, I mean, she scored, I think, the same as Dame. So she definitely, she's a shooter for sure. Um, even though she was using the WNBA ball and those are smaller. But anyway, <laughs> she can still shoot. So I won't take no credit away from her. Um, I just didn't want to see it, if I'm being honest. I didn't care to see it. Nah, I don't, you, I don't, I don't you like. You are sounding like a hater now. I don't like to see anything where I know the result. How you know what the result's gonna be? It's Steph Curry. I feel like I feel like he can make every shot if he wanted to. I think he humbles himself by missing. <laughs> I'm just being serious. Where would the fun be? All jokes aside, where would the fun be if Steph Curry pulled up and made? Because he could if he pulled up every game and made 33s. I mean, you see what the NBA looks like now. That's shit's mostly his fault. Oh, he's definitely the reason everybody's shooting threes from the fucking logo. You could, if you would have did that shit in the nineties, you'd have been on a bench so quick. Yeah, but you saw fucking Lillard, that nigga swish one from half court. Yeah, and my old school me, I saw him do that shit. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was like, Bitch. yeah. And, I mean, it's one of those things where you can't really say nothing when it goes in. Mm-hmm. Pause. But <laughs> he probably practiced that though. Oh, he for sure does. But see, that's another thing that's upsetting to me. The fact that they're they making those shots tells me they're practicing. But then that also tells me this is what you're using your practice time on. Yeah, you're, just, not practicing you're fucking chucking shit. fucking shots from fucking half court. Bro, work on your fucking handles. Work on driving and slashing to the rim. Work on defense. Like, it's so crazy. Like, the fact defense. that. Defense. Did exact, you see the score exactly, in this game? Exactly. Well, before we get to the game. It's, it's like, I think it was like last month or whatever. We had like four players all score like 70 points, which is insane to me. Yeah, that insane. was like generational scores when we was going. Right. Through. Like when, when Kobe did 81, that was mind-blowing. You know why? Because that was also in an era where they played defense. They kind of let him that game up to about 67, 68. They didn't let Kobe score 81. No, they, no. what I mean is they let him score that last 20. But the 60, 65 leading up to that was real, real score. I don't think so. No, nah, because when he was going to, you know what? I'm thinking of the wrong game. It was one of his final games where he scored all them points. And they played him real soft because he was like retiring or whatever. You think, you're talking about the retirement game when yeah. he scored 60, I think, Something against like the that. Jazz. Yeah, they let that nigga do that shit. But that, 80, that, that I'm argue I know which one you're talking but about. But the 81, yeah, no, they were, they were playing defense. But, I mean, <laughs> this is Kobe. But everyone else just kind of moved up. That's when the Lakers were trash, too. So yeah, they, yeah. They well, I mean, he had no choice but to score 81. He had, like, Kwame Brown on his team. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> Come on, why did I do that nigga like that, man? Dude, like what? Kwame huh? Brown. He trash. Okay. Oh, so if you playing NBA on your <laughs> PS5, 
and you play like two on two street ball, you use your are you picking Kwame Brown? Exactly. Hell nah, you right. Okay. That nigga so trash, he ain't even on the bench. Like he in the stands. He's not even one of the he in the stands. He in the stands. He the water boy. That's how trash he is. <laughs> he ain't even a game announcer. <laughs> um so then that was the three point contest, and that was the Sabrina versus Steph. Now we go to the dunk contest. Uh, I'm trying to remember who was all in it. It was the defending champion, Mac McClung, uh, Jalen Brown, the only superstar in it. Um, Obi Toppin's brother, Jacob Toppin, and some other dude. I can't even remember his name. It's always nobody's, bro. <sighs> okay, so here's my thing. Okay. I I like I like creative dunks, but I'm I'm getting tired of the props. Because here's the thing. Ten years ago we seen Blake Griffin jump over a fucking Kia car. And I didn't even like that because he jumped over the hood. You wanna impress me? No, nigga, jump over the apex of the car, right? But he caught an alley oop from the sunroof and looked cool and flashy. Yeah, it was pretty dope. Don't hate. I'm not. But if you want to impress me, jump from the jump over the apex of it. You like jumping if, over if the you hood. Just jump in the car, nigga. Yeah. I can jump over the hood of the car, or jump over the length of that motherfucker. Right now, that would have been that would have been impressive. Um, but yeah, it, the the theatrics is just at this point. I don't want to see no more people dunk over Shaq. I'm tired of seeing people dunk over Shaq. <laughs> it has no more draw for me like when I see Shaq stand there I'm like okay I'm gonna see the same because here's the thing if you dunk over somebody that's seven what seven two there's only but so much tricks you can do because you have to focus on getting that elevation so what are you gonna do a simple fucking two-headed dunk oh you jumped over Shaq oh big whoop that's usually what happens I want to see some creative shit like Jacob Toppin he did a fucking 360 East Bay dunk. So he did a 360 and he went through the legs and dunked it. Mm-hmm. And that nigga was eliminated in the first round. See, that's the but shit then, we love to see. That, you know what <laughs> I'm saying? But then you got niggas like Jalen Brown jumping over fucking four foot one Kai Sanat sitting down in a chair. And everybody falling out. Oh shit. Oh shit. It's like, really? Like, and did you did you watch it right? Mm-hmm. Did you see the first attempt? He didn't even make the first attempt. That always happens to me. You can't get a ten if you if you make whatever dunk you make on the first attempt, you're eligible for a ten. And that's the crazy part because the beginning of the dunk contest, like the Jacob Toppin, that three sixty through the he got it on the first try. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nigga, that should have been minimum minimum forty nine. Nope. It should have been 50 average, but it should have been at least all nines. But know? it's the, the dudes that are judging this shit mostly are older NBA players for the most part. And quite frankly, we didn't see all that shit before. The 360 through the legs, East Bay Dunk. Somebody's done that shit. Sean Kemp, somebody probably did that Probably, shit. but we were judging on the dunks we're seeing right now. Like, <laughs> like for example, Jalen Brown put on like a fucking MJ glove because they're always clowning him because he ain't got no left hand. So he put an MJ glove on the left hand. And he fucking did the same dunk that like Jacob Toppin did, yep. but with a glove on. But with a glove he on, just went crazy for that and shit. And went crazy over it. Then you had Mac McClung, which was the only original dunk that I seen that was dope. Somebody was holding the ball up. He mm-hmm. jumped up, grabbed it, grabbed it out their hand, mm-hmm. let it go, grabbed it again, and then pumped it backwards. That was hard. 
That should have been 50. Yeah. Yeah, that was. And Jalen Brown got a higher score than him. They tried to rob him. That's hard to do. That's body control and all This is what I'm saying. And these are people that, well, not all the judges were dunkers, but there were some dunkers judging. Like, first of all, when it happened in real time, I didn't even realize what he did. So I feel like, I don't know if they judged it before they seen what he did, but you need to, like me, it's all about watching the replay and the dunk contest. Because sometimes the shit goes so fast, you can't even. Yeah, I don't think they saw him take his hands off the ball. Because that was he impressive. Did it that wasn't, when you watch that in, in slow moment, motion, that was, that was like, that was like one of the best dunks that I've seen in a long time. Um, but yeah, so I don't want to spend too much time in the dunk contest, but I'm just going to say at this point, they need to, they need to put something in the contract or something, like some kind of incentive. Like if you compete in a dunk contest and win, you can get like a 10% kicker to your annual salary or something. Something that's going to motivate these guys because I remember the dunk contest growing up. It was, you knew every person in it. Yeah. It was always, if not superstars, at least all stars. And they were doing actual dunks. Now I get it. The except, dunk. Except the year D Brown won it. He was not a superstar. Well, I guess we knew who he was because yeah. he was in basketball. But when D Brown did that jump over the dude, then. That was crazy. You know what I'm saying? But and he that, wasn't a superstar that, that was until crazy. he did that. And you're going to bring me right back to Jalen Brown. <laughs> did you see that bullshit where he jumped over the guy and he waited till he hit the ground to cover his eyes? Uh, the funny part is he did that the first time when he missed. And I was like, at first I thought he was wiping sweat off his forehead. Because I think he did. He didn't really like put his head in there, like in there, in there like that. It was weak, bro. It it was, he went like this. So either he was covering his eyes or he was doing some retarded looking dab. Remember dabbing? Remember that was yeah. like the shit? But yeah, when you brought up D Brown, it reminded me of that. Because I can't believe this nigga did the dunk, landed, and was like, like, nigga, you don't think we can watch the replay and see that you didn't even have your they eyes covered? They probably didn't even really practice the shit leading up to it. It's just not the same. And I mean, that's the thing. We, uh, we always going to complain. Everybody from those days is going to look at the dunk contest now and be complaining about it. That it's just not like it used to be. Didn't no, no. The, I got to beg, beg to differ. Who? You? Yes. You think it's as good as it used to be? I'm going to tell you right now. When they had Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon in the dunk contest, I wasn't expecting nothing from them. Yeah, wasn't expecting right. nothing. I'll give you that one. And they came out. And they put on the best dunks I've seen since the 2000 dunk contest when it was Vince Carter, T-Mac, and Steve Francis. Yeah, but what was that, five years ago? Something like that. Yeah, it was right before the pandemic, I think. Yeah, it, it was a while ago. But yeah. my thing is, they weren't, They neither one of them was an all-star at the time, I don't think. Nope, nope. They were They were basically bums, but they showed up and... If because of that dunk contest, I think today they have na- they have names. Yeah, they were. I've never seen so many well deserved fifties just back to back. Yeah, it was going. That down. was one of the best dunks I've ever seen in my life. When Aaron Gordon was vertical, sitting down, and had the ball go underneath his legs and then dunked it with the left. Yeah. That was the craziest shit. Like when you watch that shit in a replay, he was. He was literally sitting in yeah, a lawn chair. <laughs> that takes a lot of core strength. Pull his legs Bro. up like that. Stay upright so he can get it under the legs. <clears throat> yeah, that was hard. So a lot of people like to take shots at LeBron. 
for the reason the dunk contest is why it is. They say he was the last big superstar to enter the league and then not compete in the dunk contest. I I would say here's the thing. There's a lot of superstars in Here, the league. But right here's now. the thing. Here's the thing. I won't I won't put all the blame on LeBron. I won't be a hater in this in this case. Because this may sound like I'm being a hater. When have you ever seen LeBron do a dope dunk? Not really. He he do a little he, something. He's a power him. dunker. I've only seen him drive to the lane, cock it back, and dunk it. And and occasionally catch alley oops. But That's I've not never really his game. I've never it? seen him be a flashy dunker. So I me personally, I'm not mad at him for being in the dunk contest. Because what I don't want is another Daryl Armstrong, somebody going to the dunk contest making a fool of himself. Yeah. Daryl Armstrong going to the dunk contest and his dunk it was a layup. Like, what are we doing? So, and it, them little power dunks, unless he was doing from the free throw line, you ain't going to get no points. You probably get some points because you're LeBron, but at the end of the day, yeah, you would have probably made yourself look stupid. So I don't blame him. However, I do blame people like Zion who has nothing but dunk highlights since high school <laughs> when he was rehabbing. All he did was dunk highlights, doing all kinds of crazy dunks in the game. But why this Popeye chicken eating motherfucker ain't doing no dunks in the dunk contest? There's no, like you said, I don't know what their compensation package is, if there even is one. There is nothing. But my thing is, you putting on all these dunks, join the dunk contest. Come on. Yeah, like, but why, though? That's... That's what these people need now. The glory isn't enough anymore. They 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 like fuck that. It's, they need don't more. do it for the glory. Just do it for the fans. Fuck them too. That's what they think. Them same fans that's throwing food and shit at them and cussing about their mama and telling them to kill themselves in the comments. Not those fans. Those the haters. That's those all the racist. Those them. the racist guys. They, you say the fans. They all in a group to them. And it's like the fans don't love us. Nobody like fuck that. They not. They people are selfish. You now. know what it is. I'm gonna tell you what it is. These little kids today, they getting too much money in the NBA. You think that's what it is? Too much money? Too much money. Because think about it. The superstars from back in the day, I'm pretty sure when they was in those dunk contests, them sponsorship deals came after that. Oh, for the shoes and all that shit. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah. now, you when you got, when you making 50 million a year and you got legends like Pippen that made, what, 80 mil his whole career, you making that in like two years. Well, I'm gonna join the dunk contest for it. I think that's what it is. They're getting too much bread. They're like lazy. Like, for what? So I'm saying there's no incentive and the glory itself is not enough. Yeah. And they get money from other places. I mean, these motherfuckers just don't want to do so this. So that's why more. I think they should just make a kicker on it. Like, just, just give just give the winner of the dunk contest 10%. And now the NBA is not even about that anymore. The NBA is a shooting league now. That's why the three point contest was a highlight because that's what the league is now. Yeah. People don't even like aspire to dunk anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm going to wrap this up because we spent a lot of time on just the dunk contest. But I would say if you're not going to get the NBA players to do it, then I've seen they have these TV shows of professional dunkers. Bring those guys in. Let those guys compete for like a $100,000 check because at least the dunk contest, even though it won't have any real names, at least we're the fans. We're going to see some cool looking dunks because I feel like you're robbing us for us to see Jalen Brown dunk over Kai Sinat. I don't want to see that. That's not even impressive to me. How are you going to jump over Kai Sinat right after this nigga just jumped over Shaq? Like, what are we talking about here? Because it's Kai Sinat. I don't give a fuck who it is. <laughs> he, he, what did, first of all, what did he even sit down for? 
I know that dude mad small. Like, this nigga was four foot one. Like he's a he's literally border midget just walking around. Like he sat down <laughs> and he was the same height. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or just slightly shorter. Yeah. Right. Like uh, anyway, and then I'll, I'll wrap this up and just talk about the All Star Game. I'm not gonna give this much energy as the dunk contest. I will just say. They finally hit 200 in a game. Finally. He was waiting for that? I, well, I wasn't waiting for it because I didn't want to see it because it's not even physically possible for you to hit 200 in a game unless you're just running up and down the court with controllers unplugged. And throwing threes up. Yeah. And that's what they did. And you you seen that. <laughs> that had me dying while I was watching Adam Silver when he, you know, because he gives out the, the awards and all that. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, congrats to, you know, Giannis is the captain. Congrats to your team. Y'all scored the most points. Like, he was just so like... Yeah, like... I mean, what what can you say? It's not like... Again, it's not like it used to be. Right. But you could tell he was the the, the disappointment. He's just like, oh, yeah, y'all scored the most points. And but then, they just changed it. Like, there was, you know, there was some things they changed before. Now they reinstated all the old rules, old way of doing things. Yeah. And there was a reason why they changed things. So this, like, sort of thing didn't happen. And we see that it did. It's just a freaking running gun shooting contest. It was whacking. Everybody hated it. No one loved it. Everybody hated it. I think the funniest the funniest thing that happened in the All-Star game was when uh, Bam uh, inbounded the ball and threw it off of Jokic back. And then he dribbled past him in Jokic. First of all, I never want to see him in the All-Star game again because he's, he's a great regular basketball player. But when it comes to being flashy and fancy, he is so gumpy. That it just looks stupid. Yeah, he can't. He can't dunk. Like he can't even. He jumps like one foot in the air. Like it just looks retarded. <laughs> but the funniest thing was me is the fact that he inbounded the ball off him on like some fucking schoolyard shit. Mm-hmm. Ran past him, pulled up a three. I didn't even know Bam could make threes, and he made the three. And then Jokic went complained to the ref because he threw the ball off him. I, that was the highlight for me, and that's embarrassing <laughs> that that was the highlight. And he he's not cut from that cloth, man. Like that dude's serious. After he won a championship, he was mad that they had to do a parade. Right. He's like, what? Right, but how? On? Okay, so he's serious, but how serious can he be when he inbounds the ball with fucking Luka and they go the whole scale of the court without dribbling, just fucking playing catch all the way to the fucking rim? I couldn't believe what I was watching. Yeah, like, but you don't be kind of violated by hitting with that. You know what I'm saying? Dude might not know about street ball or all that kind of shit. Yeah. So he probably went to the ref like, yo, man, that nigga hit him with the ball. Oh, like, he definitely don't know, about, don't know nothing about <laughs> no street ball. But that shit was funny. It but, was. And, but the fact that that was the, the highlight What made me. it funny wasn't that he bounced the ball off. It was because I think it actually got mad. Yeah. Went to the ref. That's yeah. what made it yeah. funny. Yeah, because he, you know, he felt the ball. Well, pause. I'm going to say he felt the ball hit him in the back. But anyway. He turned around, seen him running past, and he was all like gumpyish and chasing him. That that shit looked hilarious <laughs> to me. It looked like it looked like a little fucking uh, Tim Burton character, just the way his arms were flailing. But yeah, man, like I'm almost embarrassed for Kobe at this point. Rest in peace, because the All Star award, the trophy, is named after him, and it's like none of these, none of these. Let's be honest, none of these guys even deserved that award. Do you remember? Do you remember the All Star games when we were kids? We're like it was monumental. Like I we're watching. Remember one where there's the end of the game and Kobe had the ball. It's like one ten, one ten. Yeah, to see who was going to win that shit. I think Kobe this is what I'm saying. Like win. I remember the All Star game. Like we was watching that shit almost like sweating because it's like we're watching the best of the best. Like there's fouls, there's people playing defense, there's blocks, there's trash talking. That was serious. 
they don't even they don't even get crazy with like the remember back in the day the All Star game like we would see the craziest dunks in game. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they ain't even doing that. All they doing is just chucking threes. You had Luca throw a fucking three from the three point line on the other side of the court and hit the top of the backboard. Like what are you doing? I was like, what? <laughs> what the fuck is this? Like. It's not taken serious, and they they gotta figure it out. They gotta figure it out because at this point, what's gonna happen, and what's starting to happen, they're already fucking up because they're picking terrible cities. All Star Weekend has no business being in Indianapolis in fucking February when it's fucking cold and snowing. Man. You ain't getting nobody wanting to travel there. Half the planes ain't going because it's snowing. You ain't gonna bring none of the hoes out in that weather. Like, but there's only certain, like, maybe what, six cities, major cities, that can host it in a wintertime like that. So you want to have the same, what is it going to be, L.A., I guess they can bring it to Dago. That's fine. Go, Everything you're saying, look, you, you, you're you giving options. Here. That's Dallas. Do you remember the Pro Bowl every year used to be Hawaii? Mm-hmm. True that. Every year was Hawaii. And they they, never, cha- they yeah. never changed the city. Yep, they love I'm not saying too. you got to do that with the All-Star Weekend. I'm just saying pick better cities. It should always be a city where a there's destination. sun. Yeah, a destination. Where there's some kind of sun. I got you. Phoenix Don't, could be another good like, one. Like, because I, the, the, I went to the All-Star Weekend uh, 2020 in Chicago. That was miserable. <laughs> miserable. Yeah, I bet. Because it was cold as shit and it was fucking snow everywhere. Like, who wants to be in a city like that to have a good time for the weekend? The NBA is just not being smart. Like, we've come up with some good ideas to make the All-Star Weekend better. And other people have said it, like... Yo, have a, a one-on-one tournament. I know some of these niggas are scary, mm-hmm. but just put the prizes up and see who signs up. Yeah, I want. I really want to see Ooh, a three-on-three. A one-on-one would be dope. Yeah, one-on-one tournament. Kind of like how like wrestling used to do with King of the Ring. You do like the one-on-one fight and get to the end. Every time you win, play the next person. Play the next person in the bracket and to yeah. see who's the King of the Ring. At the end, yeah, they should do yeah. something like that, King of the Court. Yep, and that you, would be dope. You, you one-on-one against people. There could be some, nah, no rules, centers. Gets yeah. points, whatever. King of the court, period. There's only one king, not the king of the position, king of the court. And you get out there yeah. and you play and you hoop one on one. But you know what's gonna happen? It's gonna be safe. Just like just dunk. like the dunk contest. <laughs> Niggas don't wanna get like right now, I bet you Jalen is regretting signing up for it because he looks silly right now. Missing the dunk, dunking over Kai Sanat, covering up his eyes at the end of the dunk, like yeah. He's getting trolled hard, I bet, right now. And niggas don't want to have that. And niggas definitely don't want to get embarrassed. They don't want people crossing them up. Like, what if you got, like... Because Jokic is, what, a two-time MVP? Now, let's say you put Jokic in front of fucking John Morant right now on a one-on-one. John Morant is cooking this nigga. Sure. Cooking. But that's why he don't enter, because he's not a one-on-one player. But he's MVP. So what? <laughs> Most valuable player on a team. Okay, I guess you have to say that. Yeah. But a person who gets king of the court, you got to beat people one-on-one. I can see Giannis doing it. He's pretty big. Yeah, but I can Giannis see him doing do it. it. He's a little, he's versatile. He can score <laughs> yeah. and yeah. defend. So yeah. certain people will have sort of an advantage because of their size and height. Mm-hmm. But like certain people like, you know, Kyrie or uh, Westbrook or some of those people are, of course, uh, what's the old boy name? Tall, weird looking dude. Has been on a bunch of teams. I don't know what he swayed Westbrook. He was on Golden State. Help me out. I'm getting old. He was on Golden State. Tall. Yeah, they won a championship with him. I'm sure all of the listeners. Oh, JaVel McGee? 
Oh, no, nigga. I don't know. He, he, he won the championship he, with Golden he State. In, he's in Phoenix now, I think. Uh, not Aiden. Oh, Nurkic? Oh, dude, he's black. He used to play with Westbrook and Harden. And, and he's tall? Yeah. Oh, you talking about Kevin Durant. Thank you. God damn. Man. How could you not remember him? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm getting, like I said, I'm getting old, nigga. I'm forgetting names. I knew it was. I I'm thinking of all centers when you said tall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Kevin, Kevin Durant, who's a scoring machine, but he yeah. can't really defend. Someone else, I guess, would have no, come Kev- down to. Kevin Durant got defense? Against Kevin Durant. people his size? Kevin Durant got defense. Against people his size? You think he can both. deal Kyrie? Both. Both, yeah. All right. I he, doubt that he got defense. He got defense. I'm not saying Kyrie won't cross him up, but he got defense. And then, I mean, he's so tall and lanky. He gonna block just like Wim Ah, yeah. Look at him. He he lanky as shit, but he got he gets like five blocks a game because that's because he can fucking eight there, feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, something like that would mix would mix it up and give us something. When we yeah. said this about the NFL Pro Bowl, like. They're not having any kind of imagination. Oh, that shit is that shit is done. I haven't watched the Pro Bowl like legit. Like I'm serious. I haven't watched none of these mini games. None. I haven't seen. I haven't sat there and watched an actual Pro Bowl game since 2011. Yeah, probably same. Yeah, same. It's just not. They don't. I don't know. There's no, nothing for it for people, and everything's changed. They might. And lose. that's kind of what it sounds like to us. We just old old heads. We used to shit being a certain way back in the yeah. our day. Things were better. So we complaining about it now. Uh, but I don't really hear too many of the current fans or younger fans or whatever complaining about things not being set up the way that they like it to just us. I guess because we remember how it used to be, how it was better. And that's one thing they never argue and say it wasn't better because it definitely was. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we didn't beat this NBA all-star yeah. shit. To the, I see you passionate about that. Yeah, you talked about that. I was. I was. <laughs> Um, but this one might be longer, folks, because we got like two weeks worth to talk about. Um, let's let's make it a, let's make it personal. Uh, I wanted to talk about the importance of uh, family reunions. As I mentioned, uh, I went out mm-hmm. to a funeral, yeah. and then you know most funerals they feel like family reunions because you usually see a lot of family that you haven't seen in a while. Yeah. Um, I think it's I think it's important, like. Um, uh, our, my family, we used to do a lot of annual family reunions, and now it's starting to get to the point where it's like all the all the elders, all the old heads in the family, they're dying off, and as they die, that that is like the family reunion, and I feel like we got to get out of that, you know, because you know I'm sure you got a big family where mm-hmm. you probably don't even know all your family. Nah, we need to have we need to have we need to know who our family is. Uh, one of my relatives, they made a joke. Uh, during the funeral that we all need to know each other because there's so many of us. The last thing you want is wanting to be dating one of your family members. Like, <laughs> I don't know if that was an appropriate time to make uh, that yeah, joke, yeah. but it, it got some laughs at everybody. Cause it's, it's true. We deep, like, you know, it's a lot of us out there. And, uh, but yeah, I think it's like, it's, we, we need more of it because it's like, nobody knows anybody. And it's just like when you watch those movies like Soul Food and stuff, it's like everybody comes to Sunday dinner because Big Mama's cooking. Mm-hmm. And then now Big Mama's gone. Now there's no more Sunday dinners. Like, we got to keep the traditions going. Like, like look at like look at look at women, for example, today. It's not, not bald, not bald up the fist. Here we go with you. <laughs> no, no, no. What I was gonna say, and you probably would agree with me on this. Okay. How many women are in the kitchen? With special recipes, 
like how we had when we was younger, you know, Big Mama had that special recipe. It was certain things that Big Mama made, your grandma made that you would only get from her because it was only cooked a certain type of way. Like, we don't have any of that anymore. There, there's no, oh, I do. Oh, you still got the cookbooks and all that? I'm, I don't got no cookbooks. I'm oh. saying, like, there are people on my wife's side of the family, yeah. on my side of the family, my my brother, his wife, she 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 does it up whenever we go over there and put a, um and do something. And then her mom and aunties and my wife's got special recipes and things she specializes in. I have shit I specialize in as far as my barbecue and grilling and all that shit. Okay. Her, her mom and her sisters, like we still have that because I, again, I'm married. So I have built in families and stuff, bro. Like if you was married like me, then there'd be a whole another side of people that you have regular contact with that you might, might be, maybe you would have that. Maybe not. Cause not everybody's together like that, mm-hmm. but I, I do. So like when you say we don't see that no more, I do understand what you're saying because a lot of people I talk to say the same thing. Yeah. That's just not my experience. Like, yeah, <laughs> We get together. There's good food all over the place, made by different people. Right. But do you think that your kids are in position to carry that on? Uh, yes. I said that with a question mark because I haven't taught either of my sons to grill or smoke anything. So yeah, they you watched, know. but I haven't like okay. Today mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a stand over you and talk to you about it, but you're going right. to do it. Well, my wife has done that with our other kids. So, gotcha. like, what they're, they got, each one of my kids actually has something that they specialize in. You know, one of my daughters is a baker. The other one bakes, but mm-hmm. also uh, can, like, cook chicken and grill things. And what, well, not grill, but cook on the pan and yeah. all that kind of stuff. They all had, like, or one is really good mac and cheese, yeah. almost as good as their mother's. Yeah. So, they, we definitely do kind of pass that on. But it's almost, like, unintentional. Yeah. I, well, maybe maybe it seems that way for me and my wife has been a lot more intentional about it. But um, I don't know these this generation of kids, they are not doing the same thing that we are. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that they'll have that family to even pass that stuff down to. Like I said, my my oldest son is the only one who's even married, and he, but he don't have no kids. And they, you know, God knows that they'll even have any. Well, yeah. They'll probably will, but they enjoy being just a couple for a couple of years where we're coming up. You know, you get married, have kids pretty quickly. Like that's why most of the time you run into people uh, dating in their forties or whatever. When someone says, "I want somebody without kids," it's like a ridiculous statement. At yeah, that point, yeah, right? good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like my my oldest daughter, you know, she's twenty four, mm-hmm. not married, no grandkids. Talking about she ain't trying to have none. That's like that's what these kids be on, man. Because they to them, and I guess partially it's true because we talk so much shit about it. They see us struggling or having a problem raising all these kids. I had a bunch. So that, you know, definitely didn't help. But then they're like, nah, I'm going to go out here and live my best life. Plus that's what the internet is saying. So they just not reproducing this stuff like you used to. Plus it's true. Everything is hella expensive. Like it used to be. So what you're saying, like, I don't, I don't, I think you're right. I think we're not, I'm seeing it now, but I don't think that's what's going to happen with the next group. Cause everybody gotcha. I'm saying this about are gotcha. 40, 50 plus that are still around to do that. Yeah. And when you say, like here, you know, you get a get together for a family union is because somebody dies off. When those people get old and they start dying off, like that tradition of getting everyone together is going to because they're the ones who do that. Like we do mm-hmm. come around, but I didn't initiate that that group of gathering. They did. Yeah. And if they're not around to initiate those things, I mean, am I going to step in and take that over? Probably not. So, or hell, I might die before they do. You never know. Yeah. And this generation, they all they they're talking about protect your peace. And, Xing out family members and stuff all the time. I keep saying this generation of kids gonna be lonely as hell. Yeah. I wonder how the government's gonna deal with that. All these single people in retirement homes 
Well, your daughters have nothing to worry about because in this world, for the most part, where are you going with it? Women, they just go out, get a drink bought for them. They get treated to dinner. Like I say it all the time, making jokes, but I don't know how women are in debt. What do you mean? Just let that marinate. Like how, like how are you a woman and you're in debt? Like old money on a credit card debt? Though. Sure. I like everybody else. Like I don't I don't understand. Well well why? Niggas is out here just giving money away to women all the time in various ways. Yes, but like I like this is what I would do if I was a woman. Like if I got, you know, five hundred dollars I owe on the credit card instead of buying me this and then you just put something on my credit card bill. I'm just I'm just saying, and there's guys out there that would do it. Yeah, but they usually want something in return. How are you going to feel about yourself selling yourself like that? I'm not saying guys, you're, I'm not guys, saying you're selling yourself. You, you, you no, you're. I mean, your daughter's dating everything, right? Yeah. Okay, that's that's all I'm saying. Like people that you're involved with is what I'm saying. Like, but she not the. I mean, that's my daughter, of course. But she not the type to be out there dating and thinking someone else is going to take care of her and pay her bills and shit for her. I'm not saying she's thinking that. But what I am saying is, I guarantee you she can look at her phone and text somebody and have a burger on the way from Uber Eats if she wants it. Yes, but then that same person's texting, calling, messaging, hey, can we hang out because you reached out and he paid for that burger and you got to deal with all that. There's always an exchange. There's always an exchange. Even Women can text the dude and they can flat out say, look, I want this. And don't message me afterwards. And there are still niggas that are dumb enough to do that not shit. Not that many. Not that but many. But they exist. Not enough to It's much easier to, to, much easier to find another way around. It seems that way from the other side because we have zero of that, right? We are not able to reach out to anybody and help us out with a goddamn thing. But there is always an exchange. And Come it's on, not that Come on now. You're talking to Mr. Float Out. Well, get out of here. <laughs> but there is an exchange. There's a reason you got Float Out. And when you wasn't putting out, there was a problem that wasn't there. Absolutely. But I'm saying that's, uh, and, that's out. and that's what I'm saying. There's a, there's a cost. There's a reason for all that stuff. And yeah. women are aware of this. Yeah. So a lot of times they just don't want to deal because they know one way or another, mm. they're going to have to deal with something for getting money. And some women don't have a problem with spending time with a dude or whatever to get money. Get yeah. yeah no, for sure. For sure. So it's true. They have, they do have that ability, Yeah, but it's not as, it's not a free. It's not. There's the repercussions for everything that you do. We'll agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was the thing I wanted to talk about? Oh, have you heard Beyonce's new songs, the little country songs? By proxy, because you know my household is a Beyonce. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I forgot you live in the Beehive. Yeah. So are they uh, line dancing over there in your crib? Nah, I mean, if you hear that stuff, it's just them watching on TikTok or something as, you know, people doing it or talking about haters saying Beyonce stay away from country music. But yeah. I was I was surprised because I didn't know that she was in the country music like that. But I'm just like, you know, get your money. If, I mean, if she is from Houston. Yeah, but that'll mean in the country music. Uh, you know, she, I'm sure she's in the rodeos and all that. Yeah, I'm sure know? she's growing up on on some country. I mean, yeah. like you said, you're in and she always, and she always and she always got the little cowboy hat on, so it was bound to happen. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It probably was a natural progression for her. Yeah. But being an outside Beyonce listener, not like an on purpose Beyonce listener, it did right. surprise me. But at the same time, I wasn't like upset about it. 
Yeah. I try to think about it. What if Taylor Swift mm-hmm. decided she was going to make like R&B, like black style R&B? What's black style R and B like? No, there's regular ass R and B, and then there's like this underground movement of R and B. You don't, you know, there's none of it is mainstream. You only hear it in Spotify playlists and shit like that. Like, like, like a Snow Allegra people. before she got Snow, big. But before she got big, yes, yeah, on like those a, kind like of a Cleo Soul. Yes, exactly. Thank okay. you. Those kind of people. If she start doing that kind of stuff, I will. I'd be skeptical, but okay. let me hear it. Okay. And if it was good, like okay, this is good, but I'm still hating because we can't. Black people can't have shit. And country white people think that country is theirs. They do. So to have Beyonce come over into their music, they're upset about it. Just the same way as some people are upset when there's a white rapper. I, I mean, it's a lot of white rappers today. Yeah, but people still be mad about it. Nah, I don't feel no type of way. I think people were more mad when it was Eminem than anything. Only because it was a white rapper who was considered to be one of the biggest and best. If you're just a white rapper and you... uh Occupy this space over here, sort of underground, sort of online only, which is a lot of those. We ain't really tripping. Yeah. But when you're up there with the upper echelon, echelon, however you want to say yeah. it, uh, that's when they feel it's the type of way because we, a lot of black people will say, you can never say the white person, a white person be the greatest at anything black. And rap, it's black. Yeah, but from 98 to 2003, I mean, who was fucking with Eminem though? What do you mean? Sales wise, rap wise? No, I'm talking lyrics? about rap. I'm talking about rap wise. That's subjective because I never like Because that. here's the thing. Like us, the fans can have an opinion all day, every day. But hip hop was built off battles. Hip hop was built off com- competition. My thing is, if M wasn't the best, while a lot of these white people are saying Eminem is the best, I feel like if there was a rapper that thought he was the best, he should have challenged him. Nobody does that. Nobody challenges anybody just because there's a personal what you about? Benzino came at him. There's a personal beef involved. You don't just walk up and be like, oh, you're the best. Like this is like a jailhouse. Oh, you're the biggest guy. Let me just punch you in the face. That's also a false fallacy. Nobody does that. No one's just going to walk up to the best rapper or anybody perceived to be the rapper with no personal issue with them and just say, I'm going to battle you. That only happens in a battle rap circuits. No. You don't remember when Kendrick Lamar sent the world in a tizzy with that control remix? Yeah, that wasn't a battle request. He just made some comments in a rap. It, it, that's what I'm saying. Why can people do that with him? That's what. That's all I'm saying. All was, I'm, and even put, that really put a, wasn't put a, a bullet on the name. But that, even that really wasn't a diss. That nigga was just saying, "I'm the best," and pardon me, but I'm just trying to make sure none of your fans even heard it. It's like mm-hmm. saying, "I'm trying to do so good." Y'all niggas fall off. Mm-hmm. And I said, you suck. I'm coming for your head. Right. You're a terrible and, and that's what I'm just talking about. Co- competition. That's all I'm saying. Like, rap today is almost like the NBA today. Everybody's all buddy, buddy. Let's be on the same team. Because most of these rappers is in it. Again, man, it's, it, this generation of people are in it for the success, the money, the clout. It's not the glory. Yeah. So back then, it was as... As big being considered to be a great great rapper, period, as much as much money and famous success you had. Now, they don't give a fuck how they're perceived as far as they are lyrically. Are they successful in selling records? That's what counts. Yeah. And they can best do that by synergizing this, their popularities together and rapping on each other's shit. That's what matters. That's what matters. If they cared about competition and who really was the best. They they do, but it's like on the low, only on some insecurity type shit. Somebody somebody else is getting off where you want to be or whatever, and you mm-hmm. kind of talking shit out of your breath, but you're not gonna really come at them about it. 
Yeah. That's why when I was rapping and saying nothing, don't ever call anybody out. We always got to guess on who they talking about is weak. That's true. That's true. That is true. I still, I still stand by what I said. I don't think anybody was fucking with him in them five years. If you were an Eminem fan, yeah. But I, I like I tell everybody, I never liked his music. But I also yeah. can, can can acknowledge that he was a great musician rapper. I yeah. can give him that. But I never liked any of it, and I don't think I ever purposefully listened to an Eminem album. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's, I mean, in my in my opinion, he's fell off. You know, he was he was dope. Unfortunately, when he was on the drugs and everything, because that ain't got sober, and now he's just yeah, this he's just being a little too lyrical now. Lyrical miracle. <laughs> oh god, yeah, he's rapping like Logic and shit now. What was the topic? He was talking about Beyonce and country music, <laughs> <laughs> and then you know talking about people uh, getting into racism. Other then we went into we're gonna talk. yeah because yeah. like I said yeah yeah because country music people they consider their music to be their music, white mm-hmm. music, and to have Beyonce come into it, you know, is what is pissing them off. Right. Like I was saying, like, Taylor Swift is the closest thing on that side. She's country, pop, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if she started doing R&B music, we're not going to say rap, because we already know no one's going to tolerate that. But if she started doing, like, R&B, something like, that's why I said Taylor Swift did, did do rap. What? Just she, rapping, she... rapping is not rapping. Like, Fucking Rodney Dangerfield rap. Did that make him a fucking rapper, nigga? No, no I'm saying she. I'm saying she did a rap song. She did that. She actually did an Eminem cover. That's what I'm saying. Like, cause you have rapped, doesn't make you a rapper. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, hey, you need to tell some of these niggas that thinking they rappers. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um. Well, while we talking about the, the girls, um, I wanted to bring up this topic. Uh, I labeled it called "Mean Girls in Groups." So a mean girl, I don't know if you remember the movie back in the early 2000s with Lindsay Lohan and what's that other girl's name? Rachel, Rachel McAdams, I think. Mm. I think her name was Regina in the, in the movie. Um, but mean girls activity are girls who are usually the popular one in the group and seems to be friends with everybody, always smiling. However, behind closed doors... They're the biggest shit talkers. <laughs> they hate everybody. They're so emotional. Um, and I bring this topic up because I know a few people like this. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm I, I'm here for the tea. Like, <laughs> I put the batteries in their back. Like, word? Yeah, that girl ain't shit, man. I feel you on that. Like, Damn, they get them talking? You get up. them talking, man. Because <laughs> I love... I love I, look... It's just like why the shade room is popular. We just love to see the mess. <laughs> like I don't like to be involved with the mess, but but, you but, hear, but I got popcorn all day. Yeah, <laughs> I got popcorn all day. But I mean, I know you don't. You haven't been in many circles like that in a while. But do you um do you recall any of that really? That kind of behavior in high school and yeah, high school, real life, workplaces, yeah. all that shit. Yeah, man. it's yeah. always like that. Yeah, yeah. Or they, it's an elite group, or maybe one she got a bunch of followers or whatever, mm-hmm. and they always like like they the sweetest thing in certain circles. But yeah, they talk a lot of shit behind people back, yeah. sabotaging, making moves, all kinds of shit. Yeah. Do you do you think? I don't even think I don't even think there's a such thing as like mean guys. Yeah. There is, but they don't like so. You know, men and women don't act the same when it comes to this. But niggas definitely do manipulating and be saying shit. Yeah. They just kind of do it. We just call it hating. 
Hating, hating and dirty macking. Yeah, you hate and dirty macking that nigga. But uh, you ever you ever dirty macked on anybody? Nah, there's, I've never needed to do that. Oh, I mean, you, you don't need to do it. It's just sometimes you could just do it. So dirty macking is talking shit about it. I would call it dirty macking if you're talking shit about somebody in an effort to get the girl. Like you downplaying this other dude so she fucks with you. Well, you could dirty macking could also be you could you could downplay a dude to say he don't get none. And that's not what you have in intentions to get in any. It's not dirty macking it. Cause there's that no, is dirty macking. There's no mac in it. Well, I mean, but that's the term for it. If you if you if you stopping a nigga from from getting some pussy, that's dirty macking. Nah, only if you're trying to get that pussy instead. That's dirty macking. Nah. If you're not, if you just somebody asks you a question, what you the, thinking at about? The end, at the, at the end of the day, you're a guy though. And if, if the if the pussy's there, you you, you can get it. I mean, if certain, you can get it, you you're gonna want it. Certain niggas, yeah, but other kind of niggas who pussy comes along often. Yeah. You know it's gonna be another train. No need to rush and jump on this one. Yeah, but if you got a girl, just like, yo, take it down. Just give give it to me and just drop down and just what what you I'm gonna like, do? What's this what you worth? gonna do? Punch her in her face? If you just giving this away, what's this worth? Yeah, but you might be asking yourself that, but then five seconds later, you know, you're your pieces in her mouth, then what? <laughs> then you look like then you're then you're then you're looking like uh, Jody and Baby Boy talking about I ain't even got no condoms. Hell no! Nah. And then she right here with the condom. Like now what? Nah, <laughs> somebody nah. don't want to leave, <laughs> bro. For real, I've I've always been this way, even when I was younger. Like I just feel like maybe you know the internet now will call it an abundance attitude. Okay, I really. Even if even if it wasn't an abundance thing, I just I don't know. I just never really tripped and chased girls like that. Never. My and my boys, my boys used to be so mad because we go hang out somewhere and there'd be girls around and I just be chilling. I ain't paying them no mind. Yeah. I'm hanging with the boys. All the girls want me. They like this nigga wasn't even interested in y'all. And they're like, oh, old girl, when they talk to you, I'm like, nah, I don't feel like this shit, man. Let's let's go somewhere. They're like, what? The fuck is wrong with you? Like, bro, I'm telling you so many times my homeboys last when I was gay because I just wasn't tripping. Of these girls, because I just, I don't know, I just wasn't. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, I remember, I've seen pictures of him from the 90s. <laughs> First of all, this is back when light skin was in, and I'm telling you, he had the little chin strap. He was he was a smooth criminal out here. Don't let him, don't let him act like, and I'm not saying he was trying to get it, but he ain't had to try. Like, he was already a candidate. He was, he was walking down the street looking like Raheem from Juice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, that's probably it, bro, because real shit, like, that's why I always feel like, like, I wasn't like, oh, man, this girl's giving me rhythm. I got to jump on it. Yeah, that's the one, man. Yeah. Tomorrow or whatever, they'll go somewhere. Yeah. Whatever, bro. Like, it was a diamond that really didn't mean nothing to me, and I was never in a rush to chase after shit. And there have been plenty of times where girls were just trying to hand it to me, and I'm I'm picky, so I'm like, you're not like you're not even trying to make me work. Now I don't want. It. Mm. That's definitely happened to me before. So, okay. and my friends, as usual, was like, nigga, you ain't tripping. Yeah, I mean, but that is true though. Um, to piggyback on what you just said, I mean, in my in my days of being a Doherty explorer, when it came to the box, um, <laughs> it's oh, definitely how the fuck. How, <laughs> what happened? How's Dor- Doherty explorer? How's that make sense? Like. Why? Back so when cool? I was chasing pussy, I don't know. But you said Dora the Explorer, right? They can be yeah. a lot of things. So, like, what about Dora the Explorer made you made it like chasing pussy? No, I said back in my day when I was Dora the Explorer chasing the box is what I said. Yeah, but Dora don't chase no boxes. Yeah, man, come on, man. 
Let me get my joke off. Damn. No, no, I'm trying to be all literal and shit. I, I thought I was missing a joke. I'm trying to wink the laugh. Nah, man. All right. When I was like Jason Voorhees out here just killing the pussy in the woods. Anyway. <laughs> um, all right. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Back when I was out here being a slayer. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't talking Halo. But, um. <laughs> But I was, getting them, uh, I was getting them headshots. <laughs> but no, um, shit, I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> Back when you was doing this or out there, you know, doing whatever. We're doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I was saying was, um, yeah, a challenge is much more exciting than something that's just there. Mm, was it a challenge? Like, I ain't tried. Don't make it. No, 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 jump no, 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 no. What I'm saying is <laughs> when you when you say when you're giving it to me this easy. It's mm-hmm. like, do I even really want this? It was like Tupac said, that shit resonated with me. Yeah. Hate to sound sleazy, but tease me. I don't want to get this thing right, easy. Right, 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 When it, You know, then when you got a fine girl that's not trying to really give you no action, but she give you a little bit of attention, you're going to be all for that as opposed to somebody saying, here, my pussy's here, take it. And you're like, hmm? Yeah, hold up, hold up. Why, why you got the discount tag on? Why you got the discount tag on? What's with this? Oh, let me get a little whiff. Is this Ooh, after working? Shit. <laughs> It's that tilapia. <laughs> <laughs> Been left out the fridge for three days now. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, circling back to what we were talking about, the mean girls. Um, this is one of the benefits of being a, a friend with females. Because uh, I have a couple of females that are that let me privy to like the the chat rooms where I feel like where I can like see the what goes on in the female group chats. Uh, I feel like they're much worse than us. Oh my God. First of all, we don't even really have like, there's not much guy group chats. Like there's you know, some, the but there's some, but there's not really, but we definitely, they definitely not in there talking about what them chicks be talking about. The bro. women, shit. the women in these group chats, bro, they are just like, they're talking about everything. They have an opinion on everything. Mm-hmm. They're complaining about everything. Like, I was just sitting there like, I've always wanted to be a fly in the room. Now that I'm a fly in the room, kind of, I'm just like, ugh, I'd have been left that shit. Like, <laughs> like damn, bitch, yeah. like, all you do is just whining and complaining. And, and then, you know, it is true. They do be talking about the men. Like, hey. I've always heard the rumors, you know, they talk about who's out there slanging, who's guided, and who's oh, talking yeah. with who, who's been with who. Well, I'm going to try him. Like, they, yeah. That's why girls always be trying to like fucking each other's men and shit because they yeah. talk too much. Dudes yeah. usually don't do that. Not that it don't happen. It definitely yeah. fucking happens. Yeah. But not like it does for girls because they be giving out too information. Bro, dudes don't come around talking to girls. Oh, man, the pussy is so good. All the titties and some booty in it from the back. And she did this to me. She did. Nah, we don't. We just say we hit it and it was good. Or you might throw in she's you a lying? throat goat. Why are you lying? You might throw in she a throat goat or something like that. But the de- hey, you didn't go into the I'm details. I'm snitching. Bro. I'm snitching. Your wife used to tell me all that good stuff. He was like, yeah, she was doing this and that. I'm just playing. I'm playing. Yeah, I was like, nigga, what are you talking about? <laughs> I just, I just, I, if she's listening, I just wanted to make her heart drop for a second. <laughs> um, Yeah, no, nah, I feel you on that. Like, I See, I've had friends. Well, apparently you said it. I've had friends actually succeed and, and, and sleep <laughs> on something that I like. But I've actually had friends uh, trying to like fuck like actual girlfriends of mine and do dirty macking and all that. Yep, so yep, yep. and this is without me even I don't I don't be talking about like, oh, yeah, that shit was good. Like, I don't think I've 
done that since I was a kid. And when I did that, I was talking about the kissing was good because I was a virgin. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, yeah, she know how to kiss. You know, I'm sound like a little square. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, she used the tongue. It was you know, like a helicopter, you know. Just wow. Like, you know. But that was when I was a kid. As I became an adult and lost my virginity and everything, I ain't never talked about, like, oh, yeah, that pussy was wet or this was this. Oh, she was wop, 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 wop. I wasn't talking about none of that because, one, I'm not even a run, tell that kind of guy. Like, I just keep it to myself, you know? And, I mean, I keep it to myself, but, you know, I like to kind of record that thing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I'm trying just to get. Guys don't talk that detailed sexually, period. Yeah, you're not finna get into this detailed description of what happened with the girl and what she did. To it's all yeah. generalized. We'll just say the pussy was good, her head was fire, and that's it. We're not yeah, going only, into positions. The only thing, the only thing we really talk about with girls when we complain and if we're doing anything, like how she might be tripping about something or oh yeah, how we'll, we'll tell that story. We have disagreements and stuff like that. That's that's what we that's what we talking about. And even then, we kind of keep it mild. Like we not going into super duper details. Not like them. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, them. Oh God, they they go into crazy details, and then and then and then you wonder why your friend looks at you crazy because it's like you talked all this shit about this nigga, but you still there, like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's good to just keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> so, they never will. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just, I'm just glad you know, off that market now. I'm like you, you know, I'm out here in these streets just chilling now, doing me. Or well, you can assume. That all of her friends know everything about you, where your birthmark is, nigga, where you like to be touched. Well, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think so because, <clears throat> nigga, please. Well, no, and this is only because in the past, you know, she's overshared, and she didn't like when her friends would throw certain things at her face. So now she doesn't overshare, like uh, she does, like bare minimum we call kind of stuff. Oversharing is different than what they call oversharing. This is true too. <laughs> this is true too. This is true too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, look how long I know you. I don't know any kind of skills your wife got. You ain't ever shared none of that with me. Nope. Niggas don't. But when these cameras go off, he gonna tell it all. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna let me see the best of Golden Lion Volume Three. <laughs> you know, I, I assume all her friends and other people she's close to know everything about me. Like all the tricks. Know the tricks. Know the birthmarks. Know the size and shape. I don't think so. All that shit. I don't think. Well, I don't. I, I. I don't know. I've never been in that. That fly on that the wall. Girls so talk, know. man. So I'm. I'm. I'm assuming. I'm assuming. And if I can assume that, and I'm all right with assuming it, then I just just is what it is. Yeah. That's that's why when you meet your, your girls' friends, they be looking at you funny. You're like, hey, Daniel. Oh, so that's, <laughs> that's that's what it is. Yeah, they imagine it with their homegirl told them already before. <laughs> which is like which is what I'm saying. That's why these chicks always be trying to get at each other's men because they talk too much. Yeah. Have you ever been uh have you ever been tested? Like, has your wife ever like sent somebody to try and get the draws? Not that I know of, but I think she wouldn't because she know like I would have a big fucking problem with that. Right. But that's only if you knew. Yeah, so I said not that I know of. Oh. But if she like oh like is you know, you seen that shit on YouTube where you know somebody has somebody set up on video to test and see if they would cheat and yeah. the dude doesn't cheat mm-hmm. and then he finds out that she tested him he's like fuck you it's over yeah. that's me <laughs> that's me all we do do you know how how paranoid shit you gotta be to go through all that trouble and shit to set up a situation just to see but but here's the thing there's nothing I can do but, at that but point but what, what happens what happens if 
What happens if your girl sets you up on something like that and you succeed? You get in the top and you beat in the guts. Like, what does she got to get from that? Like, oh, well, really? you, well, you, 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 you delivered this pussy to me. What you thought was gonna happen? Whoever she sends to you is not gonna go all the way through with it. But you never know. Some might try it. Like you said, they hear the stories. Girl, I was looking out for you. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that's possible. I'm sure it's happened. Yeah, man. Listen. Nah, not that not that I know of, but mm. nah. I, but I've had like one one time that she knows about uh, one of her friends. Yeah. Like definitely, I was like, you crossing, you crossing the line for sure. Yeah. Cause this I, was years and years, long time ago. Yeah, because I'd be paranoid. Like when I get in like a relationship and then like somebody I haven't talked to just like slides in my DMs and be like, You fine. I'd be like, Red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. <laughs> I'm like, Because that shit doesn't ever happen. I'm like, Where do I know you from? It does happen though, but when it happens, I'm just like, No, I mean like when you're single and available. Oh, exactly, exactly. Yeah. When I'm out here with the fucking sonar, like, Where's the pussy? Where's the pussy? Where's the, ain't nothing falling yeah. in the inbox. And as soon as you take it, then it's like, Hey, hey, big head. Yeah, hey, big head. <laughs> hey, Danny. <laughs> um, yeah. So, all right. Well, I don't really have much else to say. Was that the end of it? I think that's pretty much it, man. Let me see. Yeah, man. We 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 done we done cleared publishing clearinghouse. Did you talk about this? No, nah, you didn't get this last one. Which one? The Danny's pet peeves. Oh. Uh... Can you skip that one? Yeah, I'll save that for one for next week because I want to be able to talk about my pet peeves in a way where I'm not <laughs> incriminating myself to somebody that might be watching. Well, what about what we were talking about earlier when we were talking about um, before the podcast started about uh, mm. supporting business? Supporting business? Like when you have a, a family member oh, or a friend. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um... I mean, how will we even label this one? Well, um, it's, yeah, just call it su- supporting each other. And this one came up, I'm going to say, because a mutual friend or person of ours that we both know. Yeah, you can talk about it. They ain't going to hear this. No, he might. They he won't They won't make it this far in the episode. <laughs> okay. Get the dirt All off right, at the well, end. Well, it's his brother. <laughs> damn. Oh, you put a bullet on the name. God damn. <laughs> put up something like, why is it okay to ask for support, but you won't give support? And I mean, it's a weird open-ended question, but I think it stems from when you are, you have something moving, right? Like you, I think this person in particular uh, manages talent and has people do shows and come out and do music or whatnot. Um, And you wonder why people don't come out or won't come out to support, right? And I always say, uh, people have no, only people that could have even a partial obligation to support you are people that are directly close to you. Like maybe a direct sibling, a parent, Somebody like that is going to support just cause because of that close to you they love. Everyone else, you shouldn't really expect anything out of that person to, to support whatever you got going on. When I, I had my well, repair shop before I got it open, well, nobody really talking about it. No one really wanted to help out, nothing. Me and my wife grinded, got this mug open, and then people started coming around asking questions, wanting to know how I did it, you know, wanting to come in and use the services. I wasn't mad that people weren't coming to me to get their phone fixed because I know if your phone ain't broken, I mean, what, what the hell am I supposed to do for you? You know what I'm saying? Right. And when their phone was broken, they know a guy and they would come to me. Of course, they would expect a discount or some shit, but I didn't really have a problem with that either because I would hook people up because like, why why come to a friend who can who do something if they can't help you out? You right. just go to a stranger if it's going to be all of that. But uh, 
I just never understood when people say, hey, man, I hate when you should support my business. I was saying, telling him if you I had a friend who opened up a business where he was making tailored suits and he kept bugging me all the time to support his business. I'm like, bro, I don't need a suit. Like, what do you second to do? Go buy a suit just because and just have that shit in the closet, mm-hmm. spend hundred dollars just to support you, bro. I might as well. I'd rather just give you 50 bucks and be done with it. You know what I'm saying? And doing all that. But. I never understood the whole support, like support me just cause kind of thing. My wife had a friend who owned a tea shop, but it's on the other side of town, hella far away. We yeah. still went to, to to patronize what I like to call it, that business. But because it was so far, I think we only made it up there like twice. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, am I yeah. supposed to drive an hour across town every day, every other day just to support your tea business? Like you need a plan on your business being successful the normal way. And anything you get from friends and family is just Icing on the cake, I guess, is extra. Yeah. I mean, and then when you have like little quirks because you're doing things like managing and throwing little events and parties and things of that nature, you have to realize in the black community, we don't respect the black community like we do the white community. For example, when the white community has something going on and we're involved or we're interested, we'll just pay full price, whatever it is, and we'll just pull up. But when it's something with the blacks, we always look for a discount. We always look for the hookup. It's sad. It's unfortunate. But you have to know your playing field. So with that being said, if you're doing something and you're trying to get people involved, you got to give some to get them involved, to get their interest. (laughs) You know, like, for example, like throwing an event, trying to get people to come show off some things. Hey, man, pull up a... Here's a ticket half off or here's some drink tickets or whatever you come show up. You know, you got to you got to do more for the black community from the black community, because that's just what that's just what it's always been. That's what we've been groomed into. It's just like that's only you, you like a deal with your friends or something, bro. If you're no, it's like when any, it's just like when you're at the barbershop and you got the bootleg movies. Mm-hmm. That's essentially a hookup. It's the movie, right? You want to watch the movie? You was paying like two dollars. Whereas, but you got no problem paying the white man to go see the movie for $25, right? You don't say nothing. You don't go to the movie theater. I know, but at the end of the day, it's always some sort of hookup. It's always something cheaper. You don't, you don't go to none of these, um, uh, what's one of these expensive restaurants? Ruth Chris. Okay. Is it black owned? Nope. Nope. But you go there, you spend all this money. You got no problem. You don't go in there looking with with Groupons or anything. You go in there and pay full price every time. But if there is a high end steak place that's black on, I'm not going to do that either. Yeah, but there ain't. You know why? Because it wouldn't get off the fucking ground because all the homies would be like, let me get that filet mignon at the Salisbury price. Also, as we <laughs> talked about on our other business uh, thing, we're talking about black business. Black yeah. business people also do business in a different, often less professional way. So that that steak place wouldn't be a Ruth Chris classy place. It would have a fucking DJ in there and a little mini dance floor, and they'd yeah. be playing you know twerk music every now and then. Turns to a nightclub at night. You know what I'm saying? They have get-togethers. They do fucking brunch and yeah, all and, that all that bullshit yeah. that that attracts a certain kind of crowd. And that's what attracts us. They got to do that. They they got to have the fucking brunch. They got to have the fucking hookah. They got to have all the <laughs> shit that the niggas want. Yeah, because that's what it takes to get us in the building. You know gotta have the fucking grass background so they can take their fucking photos to put on fucking social media with the little hold up instagram frame (laughs) you see what i'm saying like um you know and i use myself as an example you know back when i used to think i was like the greatest rapper ever and i was trash but 
I used to get so mad and I tell people, listen to this, buy this, come out to my show, this, and you know, all this kind of stuff. And that's probably similar to, you know, what that individual is going through. Um, but it's at the end of the day, it's like, if you're not showing up for somebody, how you want them to show up for you, you have no right to feel any type of way about it. I mean, that's just, that's just the reality of it. See, I can't if you're not showing up for someone if, else if, to wait. So in other words, if I'm not showing up for you, how I'm expecting you to show up for me, what am I what am I getting mad about? You see what I'm saying? Like I'm getting mad because I got this going on in my life and nobody wants to be a part of it. But what am I doing to be a part of that person's life? That's a good point. So if you're not doing that, you got no reason to get upset. Well, I told this individual the message I was like, yo the way you're thinking about things is transactional, meaning don't do things for people with the expectation of getting something back. Do something because that's what you want to do. Don't yeah. worry about whether or not someone else is mm-hmm. going to support you back. His response was, you know, a canned internet response about, you know, not wanting to pour into people that don't pour into me. But any container you pour into yeah. does not pour back into you. That's, yeah. It's a container. It's supposed to contain yeah. what the fuck you poured into it. Yeah. So if you're using that analogy, the only way that does is if you pick it up and pour it back into yourself. Yeah. The container does not pour he, back into you. He proved your point. He basically <laughs> gave an example of a transactional relationship. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> you but when you, when you have transactional relationship, that's what's happening. You're always going to be disappointed because the other person may not be on the same wavelength or thinking of this reciprocal thing. Mm-hmm. It's not like where you're a business and a customer walks in, there's an expectation of what that transaction is going to be. I'm going to give you this. I'm going to get this. This is agreed. No yeah. one's upset unless I give you this and I don't get this. That's mm-hmm. when I'm upset. But that's only because it is agreed upon already that there's a transaction that's supposed to happen. Yeah. Friendships, they don't communicate that way. You don't walk up to a person and say, hey, you come to my show and then I'm going to do this. And then we mm-hmm. shake hands on it. Mm-hmm. And then when the other person doesn't fulfill their side of the agreement, then you have an argument, but we're not, they're not doing that. You're having to show, Hey man, come out to this thing. And people give their words. Yeah, man, I'll come out for sure. And then time comes and they can't find a babysitter. They've been working all week. They just tired. They don't feel like going. They got a date. Everyone's got their own shit going on in their lives. And it's not as important to them as it is to you. And you just got to run your business and the people who come will come or they won't come. And I never, I'm weird. Like we're both like that. Don't hold a grudge because someone didn't come patronize your business or whatever. When you had right. it going on, like there's been plenty of people when I had my shop of family members that didn't want no parts of helping me out, hooking my shit up or whatever. And then once I had it going, they all wanted me to basically give a seminar mm-hmm. on how I set it up and mm-hmm. give me give pointers and all that. And I gave it to them. Yeah. I gave them all a game. Because I know there's a difference between knowing how to do something and actually doing it. We both know that. Yeah. You can give people all the technical knowledge and information in the world. They won't actually follow up and do that shit. That the actual execution is the hard part. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really hold a grudge. I knew certain family members straight up told me no and talk shit to me that it wouldn't be successful, blah, blah, blah. And then when it was, that same family member came around and wanted tips and wanted to get in, wanted to invest, all that shit. Did I hold a grudge? Yes, fuck that person. That one person. That one person. Yeah. <laughs> Only because they was talking shit. Yeah. But other people who just didn't support who said they would, I didn't hold a grudge because I know how I know how it is. That's why they say if you build it, they will come. And um other people oftentimes you do something and you feel like it's not gonna be successful unless you get a lot of people on board right away. Mm-hmm. But I say do it and when people start seeing you do shit, seeing you success, 
Now they want to come and be a part of it. And that's yeah, how exactly. that's the natural order of things. Yeah. That's how it works. I wouldn't I've told Ebony and my wife, sorry, her name this, mm-hmm. you this. There's gonna be times that we're gonna reach out to somebody and say, Come on the show, they're gonna look at us and like y'all too small, fuck y'all, right? Okay. Yeah. And here we blow up, and then now they're ringing up, Oh man, can you come through? I'm like, Yeah, come on through. Uh look, he's so diplomatic. No, I mean, yeah. I'm like, suck my dick. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, come on through. Especially if I know I'm punching up trying to get this person to come and they wasn't yeah. really fucking with us. Yeah. But if it's somebody who ain't even got a following and it's like, I'm not trying to come in your little podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Understand. At the time, I'm not mad. Mm-hmm. If I blow and I and you want to come on my podcast and I see you still down oh, there. Go ahead. <laughs> 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 that, that was, that was crazy. <laughs> my man said, if I blow and you come on <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> all right, all right, I'm just saying, if our shit blows up, right, and then you want to come on the podcast, and then I check you out, and you ain't leveled up, you still where you at? Then what do we got to gain? Like it has to be a reciprocal thing for you to come. Like we got to mm-hmm. get something from having you come on our show, just like you would. Yep. At the time when we came at you, it would have been something that was even. Now we up you down. Yeah, there's no reason for that. Yeah. Like, so I would understand the same if. Someone comes on the show and then they blow up, you know, a year later, we kind of not as big as we could be, but we say, come back on the show. And they like, nah, I'm too big for y'all. And I understand. Listen, it's cool. <laughs> Go ahead and be your superstar. We just going to re-release that clip again. Little, the best of the, you know what I'm saying? We going to yeah. find a way to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Cause if I had some Cat Williams clips, I'm, I sure as hell had them Absolutely. since I'm in there right Absolutely. now. Cat Williams is hot right oh, yeah. now. Yeah. Drop that shit on Throwback Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's like the same thing with like with this podcast, man. It's like, um. You know, we we've been doing this now for a few months and, you know, we post things online and we share things. I don't get mad if nobody's sharing nothing or if nobody's liking it or if somebody hasn't subscribed. I'm just we just going to keep doing us. And then when we start making some noise and then if that's when they want to run around and like, oh, can I be down? Cool. If there's if there's a way for you to get in. And help out, cool. And if there's not, that's cool too. You 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 had your opportunity to be on board and whatnot. Yeah, there's been a couple people waiting yeah. on they no names. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I just it just registered when you said that. <laughs> but yeah, now nah, we just gonna we just gonna keep pushing with this, you know, whether you want to support us or not. And um I think on that note, yeah, we out of here. Like, share, subscribe. Leave any comments you got going on. And uh, thanks for tuning in. It's the Verbal Gunplay Podcast. Oh, my God.